I'm sure uh, some people are saying like, oh, I bet Matt just picked Dope because there's a lot of black people in it and the only other uh, movie that he picked during Black History Month was one of the whitest things that ever happened. Uh, well, guess what, jerk off? Uh, no, actually, I didn't think of that. I just picked Dope because I've been wanting to see it for free for a long time, and it I saw it just finally went up on Netflix. And also, I didn't even realize that there were any black people in it until you just told me. Because I don't see people that way. Obviously, you do. So maybe you should think about that. Also, Teen Witch did have uh, two Hispanic guys in it. Three if you count Armando Legando, which I do not because I think he was a golem. I figured you picked Dope because there's a naked lady in it. I didn't know that either because I don't see people based on if they have clothes on or not. You don't see naked people? like if I, So if I just took off all my clothes in front of you, you'd be like, where'd Logan go? I have x-ray vision. So oh, so you you see everyone work. naked all the time. I look at everybody's bones. <laughs> one bone in particular, am I right? Which one? I don't know. Well, you were right. I'm just wondering if you guessed the right one. The femur. No, the face bone, dummy. That would be weird if every time I had a conversation with somebody, I was staring at their femur. Well, that's what I thought from, like, our interactions together. Because I'm always staring at your femur? Yeah. That's just because your face bone is too far away. Because you're taller than me. I'm a big guy. That's what I said just now. It is. It is what you said. That you're a big guy. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck uh, movie I should pick if... If Dylan doesn't show yeah, up. Yeah, Dylan doesn't show up. He's going to pick Abduction, you know that, right? Let's just give up, just uh, save this for later, in case Dylan p- picks Abduction, and you just put that stuff at the end. Dylan, you're an asshole! Alright. Cool, now you don't have to say it. Yeah, I'll have to say it to his face. It's much nicer. Do you think you still will say it, though? Like, you won't be I... able to control yourself? Probably. I probably will say it so he does know that he's an asshole. I think he knows. Just doesn't care. Be hey, shady. Dylan's here. Dylan's here. He just turned green, anyways. I'll be back uh, in ten secs. Never mind. Hi, Dylan. What about ten secs? I was gonna go have ten secs real quick. Uh, that's the best kind of sex. The vinyl on the ground. Yeah, have you watched you that show? Grab the walls. What are we? Ta- oh, is that a reference? No, I don't know what you're talking about. No vinyl. Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. I, I'm afraid it won't be good, so I don't want to watch it. Yeah. It looks, like, a little too entourage but I love the idea of, like, you know, having fun with the 70s and the cocaines. Fun idea to have fun with cocaine in the 70s. That's the de- If you're going to do coke, that's the decade to do it, like the late 70s. Go watch Star Wars, you know? Yeah, do when some... are you, when else are you going to do it? In the now decade? What? Oh, yeah, we should probably not say it. Just in case. Yeah. I don't want people to be able to find us. Yeah. What time this is. To track, to echolocate me. Track me down. 
triangulate. Hey guys. So Dylan, you hey like Dylan. using science words like triangles? Yeah. Talk more about that when we wait. Oh no, wait, we were just waiting on you. Okay, we can start yeah. the show now. Oh, is, what about is it? Oh, this is it. Little quaint little triangle, little triangle triangulate podcast. Hey, because there's three of us, so we could triangulate a show. Yeah. Into what is this triangles. like a 2012? And it's just us doing this? Yeah. It is odd. Just the three of us. Yeah. Matt and I just held on the four for the last two. Or last three, I'm not sure. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, they were rough. I hope you guys are drinking at least. No. Nope. I'm not. Oh, my God. I gotta thank you. I gotta. I made a huge mistake. I made a Chris Christie caliber mistake. No, there you go. That's, that's not gonna date anything, right? Ah, now we know that they're recording this during Chris Christie's life. That's true. Which might be tragically short. Who Which knows? Could possibly be tragically short. Hey, I did have a horrible. Pre- oh yeah, what's up? Do you want to pick the movie this week, just out of curiosity? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Right. Right. Yes, I do. Welcome to Hey, Let's Talk About That Movie or Whatever, the only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Out of curiosity on Netflix? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'd steal everything. Hey, hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. Wait, before we do that, I didn't finish saying it. Oh, so go ahead. I guess you can still interrupt. What? Oh, were you gonna say movie or like something else? Like something else. Well, I said movie or whatever, but I didn't. Oh, whatever. Okay. I didn't finish saying the R. All right. Why does this happen so early tonight? Because like <laughs> we do. were. Me too. I do have shit to do at like nine o'clock. This is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Let's do this right. then. Let's get going then. What the fuck did you interrupt me for, Dylan? Uh, oh, sure. I watched the new, uh, the newest Dragon Ball movie. It was okay. Um, yeah, there's a whole section dedicated to that. Oh, of this podcast? Of our podcast? Yeah. Oh no, I don't want to share it with the people. I don't want people. Oh, to know we're recording. We're live, Dylan. It's oh, it's happening. Oh, I was just gonna because Matt's a, like a fan, so I was gonna share something with them. And Logan, I, I'm sure you are as well. Okay, so while I'm trying to get the show ready. You interrupted me to say what you've been watching lately. Well, yeah, I thought this is the part where we talk, we bullshit about nothing forever. You just went right into it. We were on for 10 minutes talking before you got on. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. All right. Well, never mind then. I'll, we say, got I'll, that, uh, yeah, you got I'll that, save it for the end. Yeah, you got a little tidbit of knowledge to drop on us later. I'm not going to bring it up on the show. Why not? Do it. Because <laughs> it's a very specific nerdy point that I was going to make. Well, that's good. Hold on to that point. Logan, that's your thing, though, to talk about anime at all. Well, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I will, however, talk for ten minutes about how I'm not going to bring it up. Did you not come to Tallahassee for your birthday? No. Happy birthday, by the way, dude. Thank you, sir. I know it was a while ago. Yeah, you're late, man. I'm going to be up there in April for a few days, though. Oh, can I come or no? Uh, I mean, you can be my I can put you as my plus one to the wedding that I'm going to. I really want to. Well, I mean, you're going to do others. That would be actually pretty great. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would do that on the condition that we you let us hold hands. But if people ask us if we're a couple, we could say no. 
Well, that's bullshit. Well, there you go. Those are my conditions. Which one of you are going to rest your head on the other one's shoulder? Because you're both kind of tall. Oh, he's got the... Do you sell the ponytail? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me. You let that ponytail down? <laughs> God, that must be so comfortable. <laughs> Probably, it smells pretty great, too. Well, great. I mean, I know you're joking, but I bet it would for a wedding. I bet you'd wash that thing pretty well. Oh, All right, I do. Well, I'm not joking. My hair, my hair smells awesome. You guys it's, shut it's, up. It's always very silky smooth. I mean, in my memory, anyway, it's been a while since we've hung out. Shut up. You're talking about Logan's hair. You you, you already made it easier for people to figure out which year we're recording this because we mentioned that Logan had a birthday this year. That is true. Let's just start the show now. All right. Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only movie on the podcast that does internet. Nailed it. Got it. This week's film is dope. And the name of it is... Hold on, let me pull up. Gotta go. Yeah, it's gotta go. We watched Dope, written and directed... By Alejandro Ver... I forgot his name. The guy who did The Revenant. He directs everything now. In- Inuratu? There you go. Inuratu? That sounds more right. Written and directed by Rick Famuyiwa. And What's starring... This? Yeah. Yes. Actors. What's your question, <laughs> Dylan? Oh, I was just wondering... I just thought you were done. I was wondering if this was true to your experiences growing up in a poor neighborhood. Well, I wasn't a geek, so... Uh, that's true. Do they have jocks? Do poor, do poor neighborhoods have jocks? Yeah, it's right. mostly that. Okay. Oh, yeah, before we move on, um, let me say what the movie's about. <laughs> Malcolm Conby is a geek in high school who's obsessed with 90s culture, and he's got two geeky friends, and then he's trying to get into uh, Harvard school, but his teacher's all telling him, like, he needs to talk about how he's from the streets in his in his essay to to Harvard to to try and get in. That's what they want to hear. Yeah, uh, he ends up uh, inadvertently uh, in the position that he needs to sell some drugs, and the adventure begins. That happens. Didn't that happen all the time? You guys hear enough? Like he'd be walking down the street, and then a guy makes you do something, and you get pulled into like a a crazy you know scheme. And he puts something in your bag and tells you to, like, walk past the cops. Yeah. Uh, So what did you think of the movie, Logan? For the most part, I liked it. I mean, there's a kind of, I don't know, towards the end, I kind of got disinterested a little bit. But it started off really, really strong, and I really liked the beginning of it. I agree with that. Yeah, it seemed at the end they were kind of checking off boxes a little bit. Like, oh, that's right, the hot girl. They gotta do that. Yeah, they checked off that hot girl's box. I remember that. There you go. Thanks, Ben. Uh, what did what, I think of it? What did you think, Dylan? <laughs> I uh, yeah, I liked it too. I liked that it um, it was very entertaining and a fun coming of age, and it had a lot of um, things to say without dipping it too bad and uh, too too much into melodrama, uh, which is you know the risk of a movie dealing with serious stuff like this. And much like the main character himself, it, it straddles you know being dramatic and being funny and uh, very well. Yeah, I feel like uh, sometimes it was silly but uh, yeah i think the silliness provides a pretty good contrast to like you know yeah like the 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 real danger and real horrible sadness of (laughs) the things they have to deal with on a daily basis well matt now that you've we talked about other stuff what did you think of the movie 
And would I recommend it? Would you? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. All right. I basically already said some stuff I thought of it in commenting on what you guys said. Uh, did you guys, would you recommend it, though? I'd recommend it to southern white grandparents. <laughs> so that they will be less racist? I, mean, I don't think that would make them less racist. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What was this movie rated? R, I it think. Was... Oh, okay. I mean, there was boobies, so I assume R. Yeah, oh, there yeah. was lots of stuff in it. Yeah. Just like Deadpool. Shot. Did you guys talk about Deadpool yet? No. No, right. uh, this is the first week that we've recorded since we saw it. Right. Yep, cut that out. Um, no. Yeah, Dope. Dope was uh, pretty good. Did you guys take uh, uh, the beginning? That Did you... I, I thought for a second, like, oh, are they doing like a, hybrid, a weird hybrid, like, compressed timeline thing where it's like the 90s, but it's also today? Yeah, I thought... Of... Like, when yeah. I saw the previous for it, I thought it was took place in the 90s. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. They're just really obsessed with 90s rap and stuff. Well, they're just a bunch That's of right. hipsters, I guess. Yeah, I really <laughs> like the uh, the opening. You see all the 80s, 90s shit in his room, and you think that's when it is. And then it immediately goes to the first thing you uh, hear him talking about is Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, Bitcoin and Justin Bieber and shit. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Actually, the, the Justin Bieber, uh, when the girl... Because uh, there's a girl who uh, uh, that is in the the triangle uh, of of friends. Like our uh, triangle. You made a reference to what we're going doing right now. Yeah, there's a girl who is gay and uh, other people who don't know her think that thinks that she's a boy most of the time because of how she dresses and acts. Uh, which of our triangle do people usually think is a boy? Uh, Dylan. Uh, not me. My boobs are too big. All right. <laughs> no one makes that mistake with us. <laughs> All right. I'll also weigh in and say not me, Logan. Sorry. Well, I guess it's me. The process of elimination. I guess because you were the slowest. <laughs> People think you're a boy. Sucker. But you get the bushiest beard. It's weird. You have this amazing, silken, beautiful ponytail that apparently smells nice. I don't really remember that part. And then you also got this big, bushy beard. So anyways, Diggy. I, I had to grow the beard so guys would stop hitting on me. Yeah? I mean, I've seen you from behind. It's not bad. Oh, God. In high school, there was a real problem. It was a really big problem <laughs> that, in high school. That's incredible. Let's talk about that instead. I mean, this movie's really not, good. Let's it. not do that. <laughs> Actually, right. I do want to talk about that now. We'll get into that later. Yeah, okay. But we'll save anyway, for the end of the podcast. Logan, hop in the shower. We'll do a show, another shower cast. The whole reason I was talking about uh, Diggy is because uh, she mentions at one point that Justin Bieber, she saw Justin Bieber on TV and she was getting a little turned on. Yeah, that's and, pretty good. Uh, and at that point, I had forgotten from the beginning to now that it was modern times and i was like oh shit right yeah they had to remind you even though they explicitly said that they were into really in the 90s rap they had to, re they have to remind you a few times yeah you keep forgetting what is casey veggie huge what is, what is that i don't know i meant to google that okay. podcast and i didn't i think logan said he was eating a casey veggie burger though uh quesadilla <laughs> okay it's amazing him, I laughed every time he went into the school. They did that a lot. They replayed that joke over and over again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that he was like just one of the kids that they wouldn't bother searching. Like, oh, yeah. You fucking geek it in. Stop wasting my time. You know, I gotta look for drugs and stuff. Yep. 
And that dog kept barking at him when he had the drugs. And they were like, what's wrong with this dog? Yeah, I'm sorry, wrong man. With this dog. Go on. We need to get a new dog. Move along. Move along. <laughs> yeah, this movie is pretty, is pretty good. Very fun. But but you know but it had a lot of a lot of stuff to convey without getting cheesy and melodramatic. I said that before. Yeah, and, uh, I commend it for that. It did begin with a voiceover that kind of peters out, but it was Forrest Whitaker, so that kind of balances that out some. Well, that's what I, oh yeah, that's great. And it was a it was a good voiceover. I don't know. I, I, it, there's a good and bad voiceover. I, I give it a break when it's not the main character. I guess. Yeah. Which is why at the end it kind of flirted with being a little too much, but um, you know, it worked in the conceit of the movie actually. I think when he's like literally, you know, he's literally saying the message of the movie to the camera, which I right. assume this movie is autobiographical to some to, to some degree. I have no idea. Yeah, but... I don't actually know, but I mean, I would assume it's at least inspired by <laughs> someone who was obsessed with something that wasn't cool anymore. But there is one thing that uh that I thought like I thought was odd. It was just kind of like. All right, so at the end when he's like kind of doing his thesis thing, and he said had like the two students, and he says like, "So why do I want to go into Harvard? Would you ask me that if I was white?" And my first like reaction is like, "That's like a yes. standard, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's a standard interview question." Yeah, that was what I said too, because I was like, "Wait, the thing that you're writing in is the essay that everyone has to write in." Like that's just standard stuff. Like I don't know. That just that just kind of that kind of bothered which, me a lot. Which I get your point, dude. But yeah, objectively, yes, that is what your your essay that you're writing is. Yeah, I mean, like that's any like anyone who works anywhere or applies for anything is asked that question. Why do you want to go to so and so or work at so and so? You got it, dude. I think the que- I think the- I think it's more like oh would you ask me the question if I-, if I was black like well you wouldn't ask that question because I'm not going to Harvard because I'm black and I'm like from the streets I think it's more of that was what that meant but I don't know nothing about nothing so, so you, you, know, so you thought it was saying like would you ask me if I was white of course you would but not if I was black yeah that, that's that was my take but you know I don't know nothing about anything so that's a weird interpretation yeah that's pretty weird all right I'll allow it. Man, I really just want to get into just saying all my favorite fun quotes from this movie, but they all have the N-word in it. That was my problem. I, I, I thought of several, like, oh, I want to watch this with, with a lot of people. We're like, yeah, it's very, it's a lot of, you know. A lot. It's, a lot of, it's a lot there of, a lot. Yeah, we're which, all really white. Can't really. Which, what? Well, I'm not that white. Dylan's probably the whitest person I know. Literally or figuratively? Or both. Uh, both. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'll allow it. I'm going to cut out all this slanderous remarks from you, Logan. His anti-white remarks. Anyways, the N-word's in there a lot, which I don't have a problem with, but I'm going to refrain from saying it on the podcast because... It's recorded? Well, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people get really bummed out by that word. When you say it anyway, when you say that sounds so bad, when I say that sounds cool. Well, (laughs) you, you heard how I ended that word earlier with the really long R, so... That's how you know someone's racist if they drop that hard R. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and also we've been getting a lot of emails that we say that word on the podcast too much. So we've listened to your complaints and we're going to try and cut cut it back a little. It's 2016. I think it's time, you guys. It's time in this Donald Trump America. I think it's time to stop being so racist sometimes. What? I'll I'll help President Trump. Make Donald Trump. That's a very real possibility. No, I was. Oh man, you ruined it. I was gonna pretend that he won, and that, you know. And then everybody would 
know what year we're in. Yeah. Uh, we're the year before the world at the, before he destroyed everything. Oh, oh it must have been 2016. This is the year before World War Three. Just so anyone who finds this amongst the wreckage knows. He is 42 years old. The main character? The writer-director. Oh, okay. So he would have been a teenager in the 80s. So I don't know. Wait a so... minute. The whole main cast, all the three friends, they didn't quite fit in. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um... It would have been 18 in 1992, which would make sense, like, being to empty your apps and stuff. Is it ironic that um, he idolizes, like, the 90s, like, the early 90s, and that's, like, when, like, like gangster culture exploitation stuff became very popular, like Boys in the Hood and whatnot? Well, that's why I think he was into it, because it wasn't, like, the, the rap, anyways, wasn't, like, corporate yet. Oh, okay, sure. I just, it's funny, because he gets, like, pulled into, in this movie, is very, you know... Like a Boys in the Hood moment? Conscious of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who called who who called in the address when he stops by at the uh, you know benefactor's house? I don't know what to call him. Mr. Smith. He kind of reminded me a lot of Mr. Smith in the Matrix. Agent Smith. Agent Smith. There you go. What do you mean? Who called oh. in the address? Uh, when he I, I I yeah when he was uh, when he was like when they were all there and he was doing you know well, uh, the girl was doing Molly and wanted to, like have sex with him. Huh. All right. <laughs> so in the movie. Uh, 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 ASAP Rocky asks him to go ask this girl to come to his birthday party. Uh, and she's like, nah, I liked him before he became all gangsted out and started selling dope all day. Uh, so, but she ends up saying she'll go if, uh, Malcolm goes. And so him and his friends get into the drug, uh, dealer's birthday party. Then there's a drug deal going on there. Some uh, some shit happens. Somebody tries to rob him, and the guy ends up stuffing uh, some some stuff in Malcolm's bag and telling him to get the fuck out of there. Well, it's not like someone but, tries to rob him, then the cops show up afterward, like almost immediately afterward. We don't need to be that specific. Yeah, we do because it's important to know that Dom gets caught by the police. The, the party that he like, got snitched on specifically. Yeah. Well, I mean that he got caught by the police. Like guys, what have I been saying for years? In the Stop snitching. Well, you Just know stop. what they say, snitches get riches. That's true. Is that it? I've been snitching still you know, riches though. Well, you know what uh what's his name from Goodfellas? Um Oh my god, I can't remember his name at all. Polly Shore? Ray Liotta. No, the other one. Polly Shore, one. yeah, that's it. Um Wow, I really ruined this. I was gonna say in his uh Joe Piscopo Joe or Joe Pesci? Joe Piscopo. I <laughs> Joe, Joe something. I don't Joe know. Pesci. I don't have a Joe Pesci. As he said in his uh, famous in his uh, rap album, uh, it's the bitches that'll get you. Is that the rap that you're into, Dylan? The Pesci rap. Yeah, it's 90s rap. Yeah. Pretty good. That Google. exists. Google that. Google that, please. Was, okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay, great. <laughs> that was before Pesci got all corporate. That's true. So, uh, yeah, but he doesn't know that stuff's in there. He finds the dope and guns and shit in his bag. Somebody contacts him on his phone and tells him to bring the dope out to him and thinks it's for, uh, what was his name? Dom? The drug dealer? Yeah, drug dealer I liked him Dom. better. He was cooler when he was named Dominique. I Dominique, think. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he thinks uh, it's for Dom and Nick. 
uh, then Dom calls him from jail and says somebody snitched on him. And he's like, don't you take that to whoever the fuck called you. He tells him to take it to AJ's house. Yeah. AJ yeah. Slammers. That sounds like a cool name. We'll say that. Incidentally, he's supposed to have a meeting with a, a local man, a, a Harvard man. Was he going to like mentor him or something? Or he's going to give him like a recommendation no, to I'll Harvard? No, I'll tell you what that is. So. Um, when you apply to an Ivy League school. Boring. Uh, you... Okay. <laughs> no problem. No, tell me. I just I want to yell boring over it. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Of course. Uh, when you apply to an Ivy League school, typically you have to um, be interviewed by an alumni who, you know, interviews you pretty much and sends a report to the school. Or be a legacy. Well, that helps a lot, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's got one scheduled with uh, Austin Jacoby, which uh, I thought it was funny. He was the Harvard man who grew up in the same shitty neighborhood as him, but went to Harvard and now he came back to open a check cashing place. Yeah. Yep. And his son is like, uh, this This whole movie is a, is a commentary on blackness, I guess. And his son is like, you know, like had a gun. And he's like hard and stuff. But he's, you know, rich. You guys know what I'm talking about. Who? His son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. That he acts more gangster than the people who live and then proceeds <laughs> to shoot himself in his leg i think he shot himself i think didn't he yeah yeah yeah, yeah he okay. totally did yeah there you go i think he really values that that's where like his people meaning his dad are from and he's like trying to rep that neighborhood but yeah it's really a lot to say about stereotypes and you know all that yeah. stuff. expectations both you know for yourself and and the society places on you so anyways, Although I have to say the um the Taylor Lautner parkour film I think did a better job of portraying like you know poor inner city youths who escape by uh like literally sometimes through parkour. They were certainly uh, better at getting away from people. Oh wait, I better we better not talk about that too much yet. Yeah, we should yeah. just talk about it all day. Like, well, you know, I, that's, I'm probably gonna pick it. So how did you guys like their band? I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was surprisingly awful. it was surprisingly like uh kid rock not kid rock but you know what i mean like kind of uh what's that called kid kid bop kids bop i really want to hear yeah. kids bop like just co cover like wu-tang songs or something they cover crazy. some fucked up songs like there's i know some songs that they yeah i don't care for that that's a they covered a macklemore song and i definitely would be listening to macklemore also i don't care for it at all because what's the point of that uh these kids won't appreciate this song unless a bunch of kids are singing it but yeah, I never got that too, where people were like movies and shit have to throw in. Oh, we got to throw in a little kid because little kids wouldn't watch it unless there's a little kid there. Like, I don't want to watch little kids doing stuff when I'm a little kid. Yeah, I and do. even little kids don't want to watch kids their same age. They want to watch a kid slightly older than them. Slightly older and cooler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they can see they what can life is going to be like in a few years. And then when life's not like that, they can get real sad about it forever. Yeah. So... And every year, every year your life gets less and less like what you pictured it would be when you watched TV growing up. And then some uh, sociopathic douche gets elected and bombs everywhere. Thanks, Howard Taft. Dylan. Oh, shit, I'm dating this. I'm sorry. Okay. So speaking of dating, that girl wants to do sex at him when <laughs> he goes to AJ's <laughs> house. And AJ's not there, but his kids are. Yeah, I, I I thought that she like I thought for sure she's the one who called it in, and she's like trying to get him to stay distracted. But it's like no, she just wanted to do his hard drugs, I guess. I felt like she was the one that called it in, but why would she call it in to do all the, the drugs? Well, the thing is too is um 
the guys are like tracking him by his phone. Like they have the like lost phone app. Or yeah, something pulled yeah. up. That's exactly yeah. what that was. Because yeah. they were tracking Dom's phone. Yeah, oh, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't his phone when he was when he picks up the phone initially, right? I thought it was. I thought it was Dom's phone. It was Dom's phone. Yeah, they were. Yeah, then the Dom's person calls phone. and starts talking about lunch and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I do feel like it was her that was like snitching the whole time. Maybe though. I don't know. I mean, she did seem like really negative. I mean, it seemed every thing she said was like you know she had she was very disdainful of like the dad, his dad, and the business and all that stuff. So. I was actually I I was actually thinking there was something at some point that like really suggested it, but I can't remember what that was. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Well, obviously, I don't either. Talking about the girl, you know, the the very nude girl. What do you mean? AJ's daughter. Like, I don't Uh, know what you guys are talking about. uh, Somebody like like, texted them the address or something like that. Yeah, I figured that was one of Dom's contacts that he called from the prison or from the jail. No, Dom didn't want those guys to go there, though. No, the snitches. The snitches got the text that's that said where uh, the main character. Because they got a hold of Dom's phone, didn't they? It just seemed like they got a text sent. Is that what that was? Yeah, Is they that got what that meant? they got a hold oh, of Dom's okay. phone from the bus. Oh, so that was uh, someone. That, so someone was texting. Who was texting the location to Dom? Dom had the location already. Oh wait! All right, Dom's uh, phone was with the kid. No, I, I get it now. I'm I'm really stupid. Okay. Dom called his phone to tell to set the whole thing up. He said they right. would text the thing, but then the guys got to hold the phone before they got there. Yeah, and, no, I get it now. I'm just not very smart. Or no, they he they got the message, but then they ditched it to ditch the those guys. There and you that, go. And that was already yeah. on there. Yeah. That that makes sense. Matt, okay. are you convinced? Sure. I was just really confused. I, guys, like saying called in. I'm like, I don't remember anyone calling in shit. It's like I have no idea like, what the hell like, you guys were talking about. You're like confused that these like warrants don't get this extremely obvious thing that was that was shown on screen. I remember an address getting texted, but I didn't remember who got that. So when you said who called it in, I was like, oh, was it the 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 rivals who were trying to get it? They got that text. Yeah, they both. Well, it was already on the phone. That was the thing because they so ditched listen. the phone to ditch the guys. All right. Listen, well, it was good as, talking listen. about this movie, you guys. Yeah, I got, I got stuff to do. Um, listen, I as a white guy, I've seen The Wire. Does this stack up? Is this also a realistic portrayal of uh, the drug dealer, drug dealers, and you know, hierarchy and whatnot? You did actually grow up in Baltimore, but you didn't go outside. You just watched The Wire. Exactly. Yeah. You should That's... have gone outside and checked. Yeah, I don't know if it matches up or not. Mm. I was too busy living in the vacants. I. Ah shit! Sorry. <laughs> oh shit! Is that your burner? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta ditch this. All right, but I really enjoyed the film for the most part. When it got to the point where they're like, "Oh yeah, now we have to deal drugs," I, I kind of got lost out there. Like, I don't know when they started dealing the drugs. I don't know. It kind of lost well, like like start... you didn't like it, or lost like it was hard to follow. I don't know. I I didn't like it as much after they started. They're like, "Oh yeah, now we're gonna sell the drugs." Well, I mean, the fact that they started the movie with him talking about Bitcoin immediately made me think, okay, he's going to end up like dark web selling shit. Like he's going to end up with some drugs somehow and then sell it online using his smarts and get rich that way. But uh, yeah, that girl gets so naked. What was that thing that she was wearing? A robe. I believe it's called a kimono or a robe. No, the the like onesie. You know what I'm talking about? No, because she mostly uh, no. was wearing nothing. She when she came in and was doing the like mother may I thing with him. I have to go look at this for uh, research. Did I watch the unrated version or something? I don't know. It looked like some kind of terry cloth onesie. That, uh, I'll I double know. check. I was, I was into. Then she gets all naked. 
And then she's like, why don't you go uh, get yourself ready and I'll be back and then we can have intercourse. And then he's like, oh boy. And then he his bag is gone and he finds her getting smacked out on the Molly sauce, as the kids say. Molly sauce? They call getting it Lily, high on Sweet Lady M. Yep. And she pukes. They didn't call it Lily yet. They called it Lily because her name is Lily. Yeah. And after she got fucking <laughs> fucked up, he was like, shit, you puked on me. And I got to get to my, uh, I forgot. I got to go to this interview. That yeah, that was Dylan incredible. Incredible viral about. advertising for sure. I like that when the girl threw up on him, it looks like a, like a baby. Like that's what it looks like when babies throw up. It's all like thick white. It looks like porridge. Oh, I thought you meant it looked like she was eating a California cheeseburger. <laughs> I thought you meant it looked that... like she was eating a baby. Uh, I mean, is that what it is? That what makes your throw up look like babies throw up? Like that's the what the baby ate and then yeah, they throw the that food. If you eat a baby, it makes you turn into a baby. Logan, every baby for every baby you eat, you're eating everything that the baby's eating too. Babies are high as fuck all the time. It's true. Just look at them; you can tell. I'll take a large. I'll take a double California cheeseburger. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, double California cheeseburger. Hold the pickles extra. And twins. Um, oh, that's delicious. Yeah, that's a good idea. And so then she's like, I'll drive you. And he's like, for some reason, decides that's okay when she can't walk. Yeah, well, what the hell? I don't know. But then she... Uh, I guess that's just I guess that's just like chopped up to his, to his naivete. I guess. And yeah. desperation. <laughs> so, yeah. Re- she... Desperation. Are you, re- are you... Would you ever be desperate enough to have someone who is tripping on a hard drug to drive a car? Desperate to get into Harvard enough? No. I don't, okay. No. <laughs> I can factually say 100% sure that will never be a situation that I'm I, in. I mean, that's all sure. I mean, that's. I just feel like that's a great way to not get to your destination and to die. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not, like, helpful in any way. Like, oh, hey. Oh, man, yeah, do you need a ride? Oh, sure. I just had, like, a 12-pack. Let's drive a car. Yeah, you like, to... you're, you still miss it, and you're dead, and that girl's dead, probably. Unless she's so loosey goosey that she's fine, but yeah, she's uh, so loosey goosey that she stops because she has to pee and then runs yeah. through an intersection pretty naked, just like a robe yeah. on. Oh, she yeah, was obviously at this uh, cherry cloth onesie thing. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah. What did you Google to find it? it? Oh, I just I think you Netflix. went to uh, the movie. Just make sure that you um, put the uh, time stamp somewhere else, so that way someone doesn't think that you're just watching that part. And oh, this why? was. <laughs> Like, cause whoever else you share your Netflix with. Oh no, they they know I like naked ladies. That's that's so bad. Unless you're rich enough who to would, afford your own Netflix. Who would be so like? They, who would be so angry that I like looking at naked women? Who, Dylan? Who? Mom. <laughs> oh, sorry. What's going on, guys? I were you guys really grossed out by the implications that the what's his name again? Aster Jacoby is that his name? Austin Jacoby. That's a great name. Uh, that he that the boys' club is like a front for him to. I mean, obviously it's a drug front, but it's like a front for him to like traffic women. Like that's not that's not his daughter, right? Like she. Wait, where do you where did you get the traffic women yeah. from? Yeah, that was his daughter. Are we for sure though? Because it's like kind of implied a little bit that yes, it's not. Yes, that was his daughter. All right, all right, okay. Yes. All right. Well, where, do you, where are you talking about? Like trafficking women? What, like, or something? You, I, or something weird you like that? Maybe that, not. You accept that the other kid was his son, right? Uh, it's uh, it seemed to be, yeah. And that kid refers to her as his sister. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Okay. <laughs> I just I just I, I, I character line stuck with me. I forgot what it was. It seemed to imply that, but anyway. 
Like, I'm trying um, to figure out what the hell you're talking about. Like, trafficking women and, like, people calling shit in. Well, that's a bit grandiose, but you know what I mean. It's been, listen, well, he, Logan, it's been a while since I've done this podcast. I'm a little rusty. I gotta work on the things that I say. Well, he told him when he goes to the house to tell him it's about the boys' club. Which I assume the boys' club thing is a front. Right. Like, yeah, it's it a was. front for drugs, not not like prostitution. Yeah. There's nothing like that's the been, like, referenced to that. Dylan was masturbating yeah. too furiously and making up his own fantasies during this part of the movie. That is true. And what people masturbating on screen makes me want to have to masturbate. And this movie did not, was very bad with it. There was a fair amount of masturbating Several. going on. Was there? Oh, there was like two scenes, I remember. There was two yeah. scenes. Most movies, there's like one. But, you know, this movie had two scenes. It's crazy. Also, I think some of what Lily was doing could be considered masturbating in her s- seducing of him. So anyway, she runs yeah. out and goes and pees in the bushes in front of a seven bucks coffee. Do you, you like that? Seven bucks? Uh? Did you get, uh? get it? Uh? It's a joke. I hate myself for actually laughing, like kind of <laughs> chuckling when I saw that. I kind of, <laughs> I rolled my eyes on the inside. I didn't literally, but, but yeah, that's um after they start selling the drugs and they get all popular and shit. That video is viral because, like, a bunch of people see a girl freaking out and peeing, and they're like, ah, oh, get my phone. And yeah, so, usually it's just people who start, like, social movements about taking down African dictators. It's not usually women who do that. That's a timely callback uh, reference. Well, she wasn't messing. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Well, at, he wasn't that either. That was, a, that, was a, that was not – that was an accurate report. But it's a pretty funny description. It is pretty great. So anyways <laughs> – so there's just tons of uh, cell phone videos of uh, her and it gets out that she was on like what she was on. People start calling it Lily. And then they say that's why uh, their thing ends up being so popular is because they're like, oh, I got that Lily. And everybody wants to try the stuff that made that n- naked girl go crazy. Yeah, but, it'll make you pee in a bush. And this is another thing I thought was dumb. Like, it's kind of funny, but they had the... Uh, the interview of the bystander who was at seven bucks, like seeing it. He's like, she starts peeing. He's like, I'm trying to eat my pound cake. How am I supposed to eat my pound cake now? Well, this girl peeing in front of me. And then that's like part of the, the, the viral video. Yeah. Um, It's turned into a, it's auto tuned. They're watching that like news piece online. Why did they have like outtakes from it? (laughs) Cause it was yeah, like, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. It was the whole thing of like just the guy talking to them about like when's this gonna be on? I, I assumed it was live. Websites, they have like bonus bonus f- features. It's know? live to net. Live to net. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's something. Uh, after it starts blowing up and there's tons of like Lily memes and shit. That's something that <laughs> that guy was yelling. How am I supposed to eat my pound cake? Yep, he said it just like that. Yeah. Uh, who picked this movie? Me. That was my guess. All right. How did you hear about this film? I don't know. I heard about it last year when it came out. It was one of those movies that... It's one uh, of the movies that got, like, pretty much spread, uh, like, Magnolia Pictures or Magnet Films or whatever. I mean, it got good buzz. I just, uh, didn't, didn't make it to actually see it. Yeah. Like, I knew about it, too. I wanted to see it, but I didn't want to spend, like, the money to buy it on demand it was that's why those... I, was, <clears throat> I was excited to see it when i saw it on netflix and i didn't have any other ideas of anything to pick so i picked it well thanks this is actually a good movie i'm glad i watched it yeah i liked it it's a good coming of age tale 
So when the kid goes, he finally uh, uh, gets to his interview and goes into Austin Jacoby's office and then sees pictures of AJ, who he hasn't met's kids on his shelf, starts putting it together. And like Dom is in one of the boys club pictures. And he's like, oh, this guy is AJ. Did you guys see that coming? No. Like before that part? I should have. I actually, I had the thought when he went to AJ's house, I was like, oh, what if this, what if this is the guy who he's supposed to interview with? But then they were like, oh, no, his name's AJ. And I was like, oh, their names are different. I didn't think of that that was that guy's initials. Do you think Holden Caulfield would approve this movie? Because everyone besides the main three characters are phonies. They're all, they're all a bunch of phonies. (laughs) Oh, let me think about if that's true. What about his mom? Is she she count as a main character? No. She's in like two scenes, I think. I have a very incriminating question to ask you guys. Go ahead. I'm I'm very interested <laughs> in what this is gonna be. Uh what did, was the mom was the mom's introduction when he catches the bus and he casually says mom to her, or was she introduced at the house like at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, she was in the first scene. That's yeah. who Damn. he was talking to about. Damn it. Alright, that would have been such a great introduction for her. Okay. Oh well. Well, that was a cool reveal, though, when you see her on the bus. That was cool, sure. Yeah, I didn't even realize been... she was That would have been co- so much cooler, though, if like he didn't see... I mean, I know it's kind of... It's the structure of the movie. They gotta have her talk to him talk to his mom, but that would have well, been pretty great. You got that experience anyway, apparently. It's true. <laughs> yeah, the Netflix is being like really, I like you know the thing where it does where it, it's like a like what two hundred p resolution like for the first oh. like eight minutes of this movie. That was weird. Uh, mine did that at one at one part too. It, it was just the beginning. It was just uh, for a while. I was watching like a pointillism, you know, like a maybe eight it was because I kept having to back it up during one part, and maybe not the part <laughs> I'm thinking of. Oh, did you forget that you that you did you think you were living in the early nineties as well, and that you didn't live in an age where no, I actually pictures of sexy women are freely available. I actually don't remember what. Yeah, they tricked me. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, I gotta get to school after I finish doing this." It was I so know. successful; it's getting you to suspend your disbelief. No, I can't remember what it was. There was something I couldn't tell what somebody was saying, and I backed it up a few times, but I don't remember what it was. So, anyways, uh, he meets Austin Jacoby, uh, Roger Gwenver Smith who I like that guy, and I remembered him in this movie from, I think it was the first Eagleheart episode, and maybe still my favorite Eagleheart episode, where he plays the bad guy Vargas. He reminded me of Powers Booth. Huh. I guess I could kind of see that vibe a little. But if you haven't watched that episode, watch it. It's great. I have seen no episodes of that. All right. Well, watch that one. It's the first one. It'll be easy to get through to that one. Okay. Logan, um, you go watch uh, the O.J. Simpson show. It's pretty good. We're just, t- you know, while well, we're telling people to watch things. What have you been watching? Oh, it's not time for that show. Oh, okay. Is it time? Is it time for no, that? No, it's not. It might be time. Because I, I know say... we're going to talk about Deadpool for like 20. God damn it. Fucking phone. Uh, I know we're going to talk. in half, Dylan. I know. I, I... Oh, how embarrassing. I'm going to mute my mic until that stops. I was just going to say, uh, somebody was saying that they didn't like uh, him having to sell drugs. I did kind of like how Austin Jacoby told him to sell the drugs, though. Uh, yeah, uh, Malcolm, his family. That Malcolm was like, he didn't come right out and say it, but he's like, I was supposed to deliver something, and I think that might be you that I'm supposed to deliver it to. And then Austin Jacoby is all like, 
has like uh, an Amazon analogy and doesn't tell him what to do or what he's talking about. But he says that whoever, if the shipment didn't get to where it's going, then like Amazon has to take responsibility for that. And he tells him to like take a few weeks off before they have the interview again. He's like, let's reschedule for a few weeks and we'll see what you've decided or what you've done since then. And that will tell me more about you than an interview could have. So basically his his Harvard interview just turned into like he he gets an assignment to audition for selling drugs and becoming part of a drug syndicate. Could you expand on what you mean by someone someone found didn't like that part or what were you saying? I didn't like that he had to sell drugs. I guess I think it might have been Logan since oh, you don't okay. remember this. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> you uh, said that you didn't like him ending up with drugs and having. Yeah, it. I didn't like the fact that he became a drug dealer near the end. Oh, look, why, because it's like too like perfect, or it's like betrayal of his character, or because uh, it seemed like he was trying to stay out of that shit, and then he's just, they're just so readily to accept, like, oh yeah, now we're drug dealers, okay. But he did, however, apparently from the start, you find out at the end. It was all a way of handling Austin Jacoby to make sure that he uh, gave him a, a good recommendation. To well, basically blackmail him into getting to Harvard. Yeah, that was the right. whole thing. He just blackmailed him. Because he gets uh, Blake Anderson. He he also plays the same character on Workaholics. And um, uh, he consults him to set up like getting into the dark web shit. And he... Right away before they start selling it, he sets it up so like everything is in Austin Jacoby's name so that they can transfer the money to him and have him get caught just so that he can let him know at the end like, well, you know, uh, it's your money. You could you can have it at any moment. But, you know, the government might uh, come arrest you. Yeah, that interaction, uh, that, I wish I guess the climax of the movie was was very good. Yeah, uh, it's like you'd have to make a huge, uh, really stupid mistake uh, for them to catch you, though. You'd almost have to be trying to do it or something. That's almost be intentional. Yeah. Also, um, a white a white guy is the hero of this movie, I guess. He saved the day. That's true. I don't think about it. I don't like this movie anymore. <laughs> I, I do love, though, that like he goes to like a white person, white people party, and then they all love his shit. You know? Yeah. They love his band so much and everything. And it starts popping on, tw- on uh, Twitter or whatever. Or Instagram. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was great. The twerking, just all the little subtle things. Oh, that was amazing. I did like uh, the white guys. Um, I did like his interactions with the with the triangle. Yeah, there there was a very extended scene about, about proper use of the N-word. That was very weird. Yeah. And then Diggy slaps the shit out of him because he's like, why? Why can't I say that word after all we've been through? She's True. like, you can say it. I'm just gonna slap you. <laughs> I like uh, I like seeing them at camp and him talking to them about how white girls will let you do uh, non-vaginal sex and so they can still be a virgin. Or no sex at all. Am I right, guys? High five. Um, yeah, the uh, I, I would I could definitely use a prequel movie or a prequel Netflix series about them at camp together. All of them. That would be amazing. That would be nice. But yeah, it ends with that weird uh, address. Like while he's uh, reading his his Harvard letter, that it's like uh, imagine two students, student A, and he describes himself of like being a great student, and you know, like all of these qualities that you might associate with a privileged Harvard 
typical student? Any of these other qualities that you would associate with an underprivileged uh, person growing up in the ghetto? And he's like, so which one am I? And then he says, why do you make black people write these letters and not white people? Yep. This is actually a story of that, of the story of when Harvard stopped making black people do that. And again, though, that's the closest the film comes to being, you know, I mean, it, I mean, the guy, he's literally staring at the camera telling you the message of the movie. But even that wasn't that cheesy. You know, it's, it breaks down stereotypes. No, that was cheesy and didn't make any sense. I mean, I it was, like, you guys are going to wait too long up on that. It was kind of cheesy, <laughs> like the, but I mean, I, I didn't think it broke the movie. It didn't break I, the it movie. I cheesy, like but, that one but, part. Just like what? Like yes, yes, you would definitely ask. I mean, I mean, it, it, like usually I hate it when they when like the movie a movie literally tells you its point. But um, I thought it worked again. I thought it worked um in the context of the film. Like oh yeah, this is my Harvard letter. So oh yeah, we didn't mention perhaps the the most dramatic boys in the hood type moment when uh oh yeah when he pulls the gun on the guy who's yeah the oh, guy yeah. that uh, stole one of his sneakers. At the beginning, is like you still owe me, and it's like when they have all the cash, and the guy gets the bag, and then he just has a gun on him. He's shaking, and he's like, "Give it back, please." Well, that was when he. That was that was when he, you know, reluctantly became a man. I guess I don't know. I mean, not in the, you know. I was about to say became a man. Uh, like I thought that's what you're gonna say. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, it's like coming of age. It's that's how that works. Yeah, that was a good part. That was very good. This is all a very good movie. Go see this movie, but you know. It's a pretty good movie. It doesn't matter a lot, so be careful with that. Hey, Editor TJ here again. I always think of more stuff that I want to say after we record, but I don't go back and put it in unless it is something that actually changes the way that I think about the movie. And I think this qualifies. So I have one more thing to add about the college essay monologue ending that we were just talking about. Um, at first his essay comes across as, or at least it did to me as somebody who's fed up and telling off society and by extension Harvard or telling off Harvard and by extension society, whichever way you want to look at that. It didn't even occur to me until I was editing that Malcolm's college essay might not be his true sentiments, but just the sort of essay that he thinks Harvard douches would want to see from him. Yeah, you know, that wasn't the essay that he wanted to write. He wanted to write the analysis of Ice Cube's Good Day. And when his counselor told him, like, no, you need to, the essay they want to see from you is the essay about your struggles as a poor black kid, he really resents that. And, you know, I did too. And, I mean, really, this whole movie is about a kid learning to game the system. I think Logan disagrees with me on this point. But I think that's because he doesn't want to think of Malcolm as a phony like all of the other people in this movie, according to Dylan. But I don't think that that's him being a phony. That's just him doing the thing that he realizes he needs to do to get to where he wants to be, just like all of the other stuff that he did in this movie that he didn't like. And I think that's the real coming-of-age story is he's realizing all these things like, okay, well, I don't like this, but I got to do it to get by. Like, he's not a violent person, but he pulls a gun on a guy in a street to get his cash back because he's got to. Um, you know, Logan didn't like that he becomes a drug dealer, but really he, you know, you find out that he was only selling drugs 
to make sure that he didn't have to become a drug dealer. Because you know that Astrid Jacobson was, there's no way he was going to give him a recommendation to Harvard. Like, he knew that Malcolm was a smart kid who already knew about his drug business. He's definitely going to want to keep him close. And I also realized that you could interpret me saying, like, I don't like to think he really meant the racial stuff at the end, uh, being just like, you know, white dude trying to disarm some of the, the, the racial charge from the movie so that it's like, I don't know, more okay for me to like it or, or something. Or just, you know, that I like the character and I want to be like, oh, he's not really mad at us, is he? But it's not that. I mean, the essay makes some wonderful points about cultural perceptions and expectations, but it doesn't seem like the Malcolm that we've been seeing throughout the rest of the movie which, you know, he's been through a lot since the beginning of the film. But it's just like, I don't know, I like to think of him as a more idealized version of a like a member of a post-racial society where he is kind of past this shit and is annoyed that everybody is still so fucking hung up on it. And so he's just like, all right, I'll give these guys what they want to hear. And I just, I, I think that that makes more sense with the rest of the movie. And I also think it's cooler and more empowering to think that he truly is above all the bullshit that these old older dudes are interested in. And he's just like, yeah, I'll do what I, I need to do so that I can be a successful member of a future generation where these fucking old guys who are still so hung up on this shit will you know, be dead and we won't have to worry about this shit anymore. Uh, instead of you know, him throwing a rock at the establishment, which, you know, I love throwing rocks at the establishment, but I've seen that before. I don't know. It seems more cool and unique and subtle to think of it this other way. I have absolutely no idea if that was the actual intention of the director, but if it was, um, you could see that that kind of reflects on him and this film. Uh, if Malcolm is just turning in this essay to placate people, you could say, oh, maybe that's what the director was doing, too. That he's like, oh, there's there's plenty of societal commentary uh, in my movie, but you guys fucking, all you fucking moviegoers, you just want to see the black kids say, you wouldn't be doing this to me if I was white. Especially when you consider the thing that he was referring to is actually, yes, required of everyone. Anyways, I don't know. I, that that made me like the whole movie more, thinking of it that way. And um, I don't know. I just hate to think that he did truly capitulate and accepted one of the archetypal roles that society has approved him to be able to fill. And more than anything, I just hate to see a kid take the advice of a counselor. And that's been me interrupting a show and making it longer. Sorry. Bloop. But the actual very end is when he comes home and there's the package, the very large envelope on his bed. So do you guys think that he got into Harvard or was it like a very large rejection package? I'm pretty sure he got into Harvard. Pretty sure. On another note, one of uh, my sister's friends uh, got into Yale and... Um... Ooh. I know. Actually, this is the only person I think from our high school that that did ever. 
And uh, he, uh, a lot of schools that he applied to, one of the uh, schools that he applied to, I think it was South Carolina, sent him an iPad just for fun. Just, you know, like, hey, maybe come to South Carolina. Here's an <laughs> iPad. No strings attached. He got iPads. I, I swear to God that happened. All right. He was bribed by a school to attend it. So I would give this movie four stars. Okay. Out of four and a half stars. All right. Well, good. So, hey, Logan, what movies have you watched lately? Uh, I watched a couple movies. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Looks... Oh, it's Oscar season, too. Did you guys do anything about that? All right. No. How was that? Uh, it's hot air. Is this a bit? The okay. Oscars. It was all hot air. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I looked, I looked at my notes. Damn. Here, that was cold. Here's a couple of things that I apparently wanted to talk about. Uh, their punk band, they referred to it as a punk band anyway, and they're talking about, like, good grades are cool. I guess maybe that is, that would be more punk now. Oh, sure, yeah. Nobody thinks that's cool. Oh, yeah, I we guess should that, probably go over I our guess favorite that's the point, huh? Hey, I guess that's the point. I didn't realize that. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, you're welcome. And I also wrote down when the guy's doing the Amazon analogy, and he's like, say you buy a Macklemore CD. On Amazon. I wouldn't like, buy a Macklemore CD. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> also, I feel bad, really bad for Donald Glover because I know he takes himself very seriously. And I feel like this is damaging. Mm. Talking about, yeah, okay. What are you or maybe, also, he, maybe it's just a joke and he knows the creator or something. I don't know. Also, William, I guess Anders was, uh, or I guess Blake Anderson was William, maybe. But I wrote this down. I'd forgotten about this. It says, William went to prep school. Do you think that was a gag, or do you think they actually had to bleep out a prep school name that they were using? I'm gonna go gag because otherwise, it just record the line. I guess. I probably. I, I think they just record the line. There's like, fuck, we can't record again. We'll just fucking edit it. Uh, it's yeah, weird I mean, either way. Yeah. I didn't even right. notice it. What is your favorite scenes? Both of you. I like the Anytime part. Anytime the main character is masturbating. Go ahead, Logan. Okay, I like the part where the guy shot himself, and the time the lady was taking off her clothes. Ah, hmm. uh, yes. Well, Matt, what was your favorite scene? I don't know. I guess when the kid was masturbating. Yeah, All right. Uh, you know, one thing I do want to talk about. Um, what do you guys think of his love interest? Like, is she kind of like a manic pixie dream girl kind of a thing? A little bit? Not really, but... No, she seems cool, but... I mean, yeah, she, she's, she's not really there a lot. Yeah, she's, she's just there to kind of make them... I guess give him motivation for the plot, I guess. Played by Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, everyone knows that. She was Angel and Buffy. Oh, wait, no. She was Butterfly <laughs> in X-Men. Offspring of Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Wait, Lisa Bonet? That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm glad that they're a couple. <laughs> now, there's a name I haven't heard since before you were born. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite movies we did it. Wait, is that what we did? Favorite scenes we did. Now let's do movies um, that we have seen. Logan, I started with you, so let's go ahead and go to Matt. Um, what did you think about the Oscars, Dylan? I didn't. I didn't really watch them. Uh, I, I watched some of them. I think. Oh, oh man, can we talk about Spotlight? I saw Spotlight. Yeah, sure. But first, answer my question about if you watched the Oscars and how you like the Oscars. Um, I didn't. I sort of half watched them. Um, on a on a half broken tv did you like the racism i liked the racism uh i didn't like that they were mean to that lady who composed mad max and got on stage i didn't like that part 
What are you talking about when they played? Wait, what are you talking about? It's like that's the thing. Like none of the guys are clapping for her because she's like wearing a leather jacket and stuff. Oh, the uh, like uh, costume designer. Oh, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she was like, "Hey, we should. Mad Max could really happen, you guys, unless we." And then they're like playing music over her. It was kind of insane to see, like, when they put on the screen, like, you know, all the best actor, whatever, together, and like, Jesus Christ, the Oscars are so white. I mean, holy hell. Yeah. Well, they made constant references to how racist the Oscars were throughout the entire ceremony. I'm guessing Chris Rock played it, but he, and I'm, but I'm guessing ultimately he like said that people were complaining about too much or something. I don't know. I feel like he would address it a lot, but I, I didn't see his monologue, so I he, don't know. He didn't really take a stance. Okay. okay. It's is interesting though. I think uh, his main point was that yes, Hollywood is racist, but they're also really nice. You guys. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe I should watch this. He's like, but they're, they're the nicest white people in the world. But sometimes they let you be in movies sometimes. <laughs> and you, maybe you won't be nominated for an award, but hey. Yeah, some parts of it were funny. It kind of made me feel weird, but I guess it would have been even weirder if they didn't address it. Yeah, what do you do, right? Yeah. And then I'm sure every single, like, every single, you know person on stage like presenter had to talk about it right like the the thing that made me feel like kind of weird and uncomfortable uh no to answer your question but the thing about it that made me feel weird and uncomfortable is that it was a joke you know what i mean like yeah right it's like hey we're we're having a fun time yeah like yeah let's just joke about how we do that racist thing clink champion anyway i did like uh the jimmy kimmel i guess after the oscars Apparently, it was live, like, literally after the Oscars. Anyone watch that? No. No. All right. Then, well, never mind. Yeah, it's okay. Over the ending credits, though, they played Fight the Power, and that was the biggest laugh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what the... What? I, didn't, <laughs> I don't that's know. Right. That's it right. was pretty great. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, was that a callback to something? Or is... It, I mean, besides the obvious? <laughs> I like, I think what? whoever wrote the Oscars were like, you know, it'd be really funny. I just don't understand. Like the, I, and I also don't understand why no one else is talking about it. Or maybe they did, and I just messed it. But like, that seemed like that would be a, the biggest uproar. <laughs> of like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fight the power. And Adam McKay's an Oscar winner now. Adam McKay? Yeah, he won for writing the uh, Biggie Shorty. The, oh, yeah, the Biggie Smalls. The uh, spinoff sequel yeah. to Pootie Tang. Which Lewis uh, C&K <laughs> presented an award as well. I, I did see that. It was great to see him interact with Chris Rock because he wrote for his show. He was like the head writer for his show, I think. Yeah. That I, was hilarious. Uh, he said that Chris Rock, you know, had a big influence on his life. And that's especially hilarious because I think it wasn't one of the first jokes on the Chris Rock show was like, talked about how all of his, he fired all of his white writers or something. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Logan, did you see any of this? Any of the Oscars? Nope. No, yeah. I never no? watched the Oscars. So you do, you've do you done a movie podcast for four years, but you don't watch the Oscars. Okay. No, why would I watch the Oscars? <laughs> because it's an award show for, for a thing that you do. It's an award the, show for a bunch of like... Yeah, they... It's they, all fucking none bullshit. Of, it's none of the movies that uh, Logan I guess picks right. are going to be nominated <laughs> for anything. No Executive Koala? No watch. <laughs> no, like Blue Ruin? Blue Ruin didn't get nominated for shit. That movie was amazing. Well, because it didn't come out in movie theaters, right? Yeah, It had a limited release. Okay. Yeah, Double didn't get nominated for shit. Eligible. 
Like it's cause it's all like big budget bullshit. There's a f- they throw a bone to some like few art house picks, but mostly it's just bullshit, man. Like it's all else, like I'm... it's all like Hollywood insiders jerking each other off. Like it means shit. Minute. You've Wait, opened so my eyes, isn't... Logan. The Oscars are stupid. Wait, I know they are. The racism, they then. they might not like... actually pick the best things all the time. Oh, it's crazy. Now I see. So your problem isn't the racism; it's that. All right. So I mean, like, yeah, like the racist, Like, how would <laughs> I, I even know about the racism when I don't watch that shit anyway? It's true. All all lives matter, Logan. Because of the internet. Yeah, like <laughs> I only know about the racism because people posted about it. Because I, I would, I don't watch the Oscars, so I wouldn't know about it. Like, oh, there's no black people nominated. Like, how the fuck would I know that until someone else tells me? Because I don't watch the Oscars in the first place. Logan doesn't watch the internet either. How many Oscars did the Nightbreed win? <laughs> I forgot. Because that was a period piece, right? They love that stuff. Uh, Oscars, though, yeah, and and I and I'm sure the ratings were the lowest they've ever been. And uh, yeah. Do you think that do you guys think the Oscars will eventually be replaced by like the Netflixies or something like that? You know, do you think there will be a Netflixies? Are, do you think I don't know something like I mean the Oscars are already you know extremely outmoded and the idea that like things you know what I mean I don't know like they don't really have streaming award like there's no streaming award I guess the Emmys cover that don't they? Well, I mean I assume there must be right. But I, you know, but but like a big one, like a you know, with a lot of mind share. I'm sure that yeah, I'm sure there's several. I'm sure there are tons. Well, I mean, it would have to be streaming, right? Oh, I guess that makes sense. Nobody streams. All right. So, what did you think of Spotlight? I was it the best picture of the year? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't get Spotlight. I don't get it at all. It's it feels like a big budget Law and Order episode. It's very well acted yeah. by people that I love, but it's very. I just don't under. It's very competent. It's the definition of a competent film, and it is the also the definition of a not a best picture Oscar. This is possibly the least memorable Oscar best picture since Shakespeare in Love. I don't. I don't get it. So are we talking about movies we've seen now? Is that remember? You remember Crash yeah. one best picture? Oh, that too. It's since that was that insane. As well. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, like Logan taught us, the Oscars are stupid. But um, yeah, just I haven't seen Spotlight, but just from what I know about it, I can't imagine it being very good. Well, you know, I I think I, I forget what podcast it might have been Douglas Movies or something. They're like, oh my god, Spotlight is an amazing film. You have to see Spotlight, and it's like, like yeah, it's I'm, just I I'd much rather see a documentary about that than Spotlight. Like I can imagine right. it being a good film. I just can't imagine me being very invested or interested in it. It's a very competent, very safe film. Like, tell me, hey, hey, uh, it's a here's a movie, Logan, about that. And then write it, and then it would be exactly that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I can't imagine uh, yeah. a movie of the story of breaking that story. Yeah. I mean, it like, just seems like it's it would take like just the investigative journalism. Not that you couldn't make it good, but I can't imagine it being good. It, it, again, it is good. It is it is very confident, but it's you know it's not. I'm just baffled by. It. There's a difference between being confident and being you know an, an Oscar movie. So. I just I hate that any time though when it's. Like, this is just the story of this story that you probably already know. Yeah, and, well, and like I said, it's, yeah, I mean, sure. It, it, it's very, very well acted, of course, because they have an insane cast, you know, Michael Keaton and uh, Rachel McAdams and uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo, especially. Oh, yeah. Do you think uh, maybe the key to winning Best Picture is put Michael Keaton in it? Because last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and uh, and, and in order to, uh, for, for Best Director, do you, what do you think about that? I think it was stupid. Yeah, you saw the Revenant. Have you guys talked about the Revenant? I'm sure you have. Yeah, I talked about how yeah. I didn't like it very much. 
You didn't like it very much? Oh, wow. Okay. It started out, I liked it, but it wasn't great. And everybody kept saying it was great until I was like, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I think Tom Hardy got robbed, for sure. Yeah. Also, uh, the thing that I do like about Inuritu, though, is that he talked completely through the playout music until they ran out of playout music. I did see that. I did respect that very much. Yeah. That was. It cool. was... Quinn Tarantino's was cooler, though, because when they started playing him off, he was like, no, stop that. And they fucking cut the music immediately. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of amazing. I mean, come on, you think you're going to you're gonna put Quentin Tarantino in a corner, baby? Nope, that's not going to happen. So was uh, Yakuza Apocalypse nominated for anything? Uh, best foreign film. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it really? No, it wasn't. Dylan, let's give oh, him okay, this. Yes. He'll never find okay. out. <laughs> yeah, and I can't believe that um, they gave a Lifetime Achievement Award to... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> uh, yeah, to... Uh, wait, hold on. To he Sid Caesar. Would... Or Sid... What's his name? Sid I'm Hague. trying to think Sid of... Sid Vicious. There you go, Sid Hague. I'm just, yeah. trying to think of a, I'm just trying to think of an obscure horror idol that... Yeah, you're thinking... Like. I know you're trying to say Sid Hague. Thank you. I you love how you do exactly what I was trying to do. <laughs> Oh yeah, Sid Haig. He's the guy you think of. You think of Sid. Yeah, he's from. He's the guy who plays uh, the clown in House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Yeah, and he's Sid. finally recognized by the Academy for his. Yeah, work. he's also in uh, Return of the Living Dead, if I recall correctly. So no Oscars, but you know every film that Sid Haig was in. I know a few films that he was in. I mean, he's been in a lot of shit. I don't know more than half of it. Have you ever I seen him at like a convention? Three. I know he's a big convention guy. Uh, I don't really go to many conventions, so I haven't seen him. Let's change it, Logan. This year, live stream episode from Megacon. See you guys there. See you there, fans. Oh, what's that? That's in March, though. That's, like, really soon. Oh, yeah. You want to go to that? Thanks for listening to another episode of Hey, You Got the Movie. And hey, wait. I saw more movies. Thanks for listening. Oh. Oh, what I'm else is he doing? I'm in the what show in, like, seen? a year. Did uh, you see uh, Lady Gaga's rape song get robbed what? by what? Lady Gaga's song what? about rape that she sang at the Oscars? It lost to the guy that seemed like he could almost sing uh, the the song that he composed about James Bond. Wait, that, wait, the James Bond song best won song. the best, best song? Yeah. That's bullshit. And Mad Max won a bunch of technical awards, right? That's good for him. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, that's the, uh, I think another podcast to that is the, what was it, the Fat Boy uh, token nod, all the Mad Max. Okay. Like the fat nerd, because you know, because that's like our movie. Because we're. Oh, is that a reference? Very that's a good. Reference to another podcast that uh, Kevin will get, but anyway. Uh... What have you seen? Oh, what have you seen? Why Tell do you keep truth. letting me interrupt you? Uh, I saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens again. I guess. Oh, that's okay. a decent film. What have you yeah, seen it's okay. lately? Logan? Do you think that the shine when the shine comes off that it's gonna like you know it's, everyone's gonna hate it? It's a serviceable film. The problem is like yeah. it pretty much copies. A New Hope beat for beat. Way too much droid, of my life. Droid, please. Droid, please. We've, we've heard this before, Logan. Yeah. Okay, I also saw... I don't know if Dylan um, has, though. Yeah, he has. He heard it yeah. from everyone else on the internet. That is true. Yeah. I also saw... Uh, I saw Deadpool. Oh, that's a good film. Oh, I, I saw really that. that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Alright. What'd you think, Dylan? Logan, you go first. I he really enjoyed it. it. Like, they really didn't follow the comics all that well, but it... It was true to the characters, which I really enjoyed. I mean, Deadpool got me... I got into Deadpool like way back when I was a kid. It's what got me into comics. 
So it wasn't true to the comics. It seemed, and I'm someone who knows nothing about comics, but it seemed very true to the spirit of his character. Yeah, like the exactly. Walls and it, it wasn't true to the comics, but it was true to the, like the characters. I thought he was gay though. Like they gave him a girlfriend. Uh, he's not he's, gay. He's he's insane. all over the place. Yeah, Isn't that played place. for laughs all the time? Like he loves like Spider Man or whatever. Like he loves the. Superhero. He's just all over the place. Okay. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't say that he's bi even. He's it's like, like a pan, he's like a pansexual. He's omnisexual. Yeah. Pan- pansexual, I think. He just wants well, to have sex with everything. Well, how Fabian, like the creator described, it as like his brain is like all his cells are always in flux, so he could be straight one moment, gay the next, and like bi or pan or whatever. Like he's in constant flux the way his character is. So or he might have sex with your car. Yeah, he's always changing. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the movie without like getting spoilery? Uh, See, I actually have a question about that. Yeah. Too, Wait, guys. What's up? That's Matt's got questions. Like that's kind of that's why he is the way he is in the movie. Though, do you think he was always like that? Because it kind of seems like he was always exactly as crazy. Yeah, he was Van Wilder, and then he became gross Van Wilder. Well, I don't know. He seemed like he seemed like he got crazier after the accident after the thing in the comics that's the way it is but like i don't know it seems like he was always a smart ass in the movie though but he just got kind and of insane crazy. is yeah. anyone else worried that uh that movie the success of this the surprise huge blockbuster success of this r-rated comic book film do you think that movie studios will take the exact wrong lesson away from this for future films oh they definitely will yeah okay <laughs> they never fail to do that like the exactly the not the Missing the complete, completely missing the point of this movie. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, people okay. love raunchy superhero movies. We'll make more of those." It wasn't Instead, like I, taking I, the part, yeah. part like, like, "Oh, they like original things that are interesting." They like swears and poops, and they like like boobs. It did blow my mind um, that I mean, I, I know sort of about Deadpool. You know, I don't read no comics, but I I know a little bit about Deadpool, and it did blow my mind to like hear so many swears. And then the boobs, like, holy God. Like, I can only imagine there must be so many children going to see this movie, right? Yeah, I imagine. Like, I saw, like, a family take their... their oh, kids. for sure, right? <laughs> like, it was, like, 12 and 13-year-olds. That's inc- <laughs> I can only imagine. Like, I'm sure I would have, too. I'm sure I would have, like, made my mom take me, right? You know, if I was, yeah. like, an underage teenager. Holy God. <laughs> I just got dropped off when I saw Idle Hands, like, when I was, like, 13. Wait, they let you me- into it? Oh, yeah, they let me into it. I love that film. I watched it, like, three times in theaters. When I was 12, I would brag about, like, hey, I can get into PG-13 movies. They don't even, they don't even you know, check my idea. Yeah, they didn't, like, they didn't do shit. Like, I just walked in, I just watched that film, like, three times. <laughs> you looked terrible for a 13-year-old. Yep, I, I was a hard 15. Oh, look at that haggard old man. <laughs> Let him in, please. I, I, lo- I, I did like when... Uh, it just cuts to like the fucking like X Men mansion. Like I kind of I I didn't I, I knew I don't I didn't know anything about this movie really, and that was kind of funny. And that came out of nowhere for me. Uh, it, yeah. it did feel very comic booky in that like I've never like the way that I think that comic books work at least. Like someone correct me on this. Like there a lot of there's so many references and there's so many like superheroes that come in and out and have like really small parts but are already established so you don't really have to establish them. Kind of. It actually kind of makes sense. It actually kind of did. Like, I kept thinking yeah. that that movie would have worked perfectly as a comic, like possibly better than this movie. Yeah, like it doesn't set up Colossus at all. It's like, oh, well, you know Colossus. He's had tiny, tiny parts in every X-Men movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why I actually did it because yeah. people were familiar with him. Negasonic Teenage Warhead, though, no one knew who, who she is. Is that a real thing? We, that's yeah, she is, it's a real thing. But like in the comics, she's like a telepath and she's only in like two comics. And has a completely different power set. Do you think they only picked her because her name is that? Uh, yeah, that's exactly why they picked her. <laughs> really? Yes. 
I think they wanted uh... the director said that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, like they're talking about like trying to find X Men. They're like, what about ne-? like they kept on getting shot down. They're like, what about Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Their two responses: Nega what? <laughs> they're like, is that real? Do we own that? Okay, sure. Did you poop your pants at the post credit scene, Logan? No. It's kind of funny. I don't know. I laughed a lot at that. Yeah, I laughed too. It's funny. I mean, that's I just love it. It's the anti, you know. I, I, finally, finally, uh, teasers are taken out of peg. Uh, my, I, I did not. I, I am so between in this movie. If I was fifteen or sixteen, this would probably be my favorite movie I've ever seen in my life, and I would quote it daily. And I would, it would, you know, <laughs> my room would be Deadpool, and it would just, I would be the most obnoxious swearing fifteen-year-old. Oh, I, oh, I was mean, I was. I, I already was, I guess. Yeah, I was obnoxious uh, as hell. There you go. Still am. I mean, I'm talking about me, not you, Logan. Uh, but anyway, and I love how I was putting myself down. And it sounded like I was still putting you down with it. But anyway, uh, cut all this out. No. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So starting again. Uh, I'm with Deadpool. I'm so between it. I'm like, uh, I'm halfway like, I like. It was satirical, and like, I like how it kind of skewered. It was tongue in comic cheek. book films. Wasn't it was I... very tongue in cheek. That was funny, but it also kind of did the thing that I hate about Kickass, where it also revels in it as well like it kind of has it both ways you know what i mean like it makes fun of it but then also is like like oh the sex scene is is hilarious and gross but it's also you know very sexy and um like it'll like oh it's like making fun of violence or whatever but it's like very you know violent and and then like oh wow there's so many like gay jokes and so much like so many like so much bro humor like oh is it making fun of the bro humor or is it just like reveling in the bro humor and um like for example at the end when they're doing the like the the, the hero slow walk and, like, it's playing, like, what? Like, the fucking, like, X gonna give it to you, you know, like, song? <laughs> like, is that supposed to be cool? Or is that, like, making fun of how stupid that is and how every, you know, like, 90s thing did that? A bit of both, I think. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. So that kind of bothers me that it kind of... Rev- like, I, that's why I love Super compared to compared also, to Kick-Ass. You well, know Super I mean? is a completely different film. Super's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But No, but that's why I love Super compared to Kick-Ass because, like, su- like Kick-Ass it says, it, like, tries to be, like, a takedown of, like, super ultra-violent comic books, and it's and it's not. It rebels on it, and then Super is that. You know, so anyway. Thanks for introducing me to Super, by the way, Logan. I appreciate it. No that. problem. James Gunn's a damn good director. Well, it's yeah. what, like, that's not exactly what Kick-Ass was, though. And that's what it was sold to me as, and I feel like that's what I've, I, I saw, like, the intention I thought was that I don't know. Like, I mean, I could have been wrong. Kickass was based on the comic, and that's not what the comic was. The comic was okay, pretty I, much. It was pick. just sold, it was sold to me as that, and like I and I saw it like the same time I saw Super, and like now nah, Super is way better than us. Now, and like, actually, kind of. I mean the I, the whole idea of Kickass is just like, oh, this is what it would be like if people really tried to be superheroes. That's what I'm saying, and it totally fails at that. Super is what it's like if someone really tried to be super, right? Because you have. <laughs> Super is what because we have to yeah. be crazy to want to be a superhero. Fucking kick ass though. At the end of kick ass, I lost my shit when he flies away on a jetpack. Yeah, I remember like I that you wouldn't funny. see that with me, uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I probably laughed for like five minutes. The whole climax of that film lost me. So stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. How about that kick ass too? I did watch that movie. That was the worst fucking thing oh, I've boy. ever seen. Oh it's... man. It could not have been more bad, and I think it had more control by the guy who made the comic, I assume, right? Like, I don't understand how it could have possibly been that bad. I don't think he really gave a shit. I think he okay. wanted that money. Money. Like, they made the... Uh, I'm pretty sure they made the 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 deal for the movie before the first issue. It was either before the first issue came out or right after the first issue came out. 
Yeah. Was it one of those like cowboys versus aliens where it's like, oh, hey, it's based on a comic book? You know, where we, they we give edge out edge. tons of free copies of it. Right. To, where like, it's the point. Yeah. <laughs> say, see how many copies we uh, we did. The best selling comic book. It's based on a best selling comic book. Yeah. So Deadpool. So what did uh, Matt? What about you? Uh, I liked it. Like I, yeah. I completely see everything that you're talking about. But I liked it. I thought it was done pretty well. Um, and the like uh, making fun of the Marvel Universe. I prefer what they did in Deadpool a lot more than the traditional Marvel poking fun at itself, which is fucking grown worthy. What, what's the traditional like in other movies? They've done that. Yeah. Like shit. I can't think of any examples, but those little sly remarks like they're like winking at the camera. Oh, yeah. The Avengers has a lot of those in there. Just for sure. that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. Like kind of Joss Whedon little things. Yeah, I get it. Which I. Did... Huh? But. Also, uh, that song you mentioned has the N-word in it. Well, they, oh, yeah, they don't. That's <laughs> right. That was very weird. Like, would they? yeah, that was very weird. Do you have uh, did, did you think the opening part was too much? Like, the very, you know, with the credits, at least? No. Oh, I thought that was no, great. No, I love that. That okay. was great. Right. I was really I did love all the Hugh, the Hugh Jackman Wolverine obsession. You can, I, I know, I have know from reputation that Ryan Reynolds had a lot of ownership of the character Deadpool, and he, like, stewarded it and cheerled and cheerled it, and, and I guess allegedly, like, leaked test footage to get, hi, get hyped for it. Yeah, he uh, killed a lot of people to get there. Yeah, and it really shows on screen. Like, you can tell, you know, this is not a superhero movie where the guy is, like, cashing a paycheck. Like, he's, yeah, he's he is a, Deadpool. He's he like he's a fan of Deadpool. Like he's been wanting to play Deadpool since when was Blade Three released? Oh, years like ninety nine, two thousand one. Yeah, like, like in interviews for like uh, about Blade sure Three. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before yeah. on the podcast. Probably have. It's very funny you bring up Blade Trinity because um, uh, Jessica Biel, the main character that they got to replace Blade, uh, you know, she listens to her iPod when she when she kills because that's what cool teens do. Yeah. One of the songs on her iPod, or one of the bands, is Jurassic Five. Which is uh, one of those bands that I think like no one actually listened to, but was pushed so heavily by like every like anytime a character is listening to music in a movie or something, it's always like, oh, it hits Jurassic Five. Here's this new Jurassic Five music video. <laughs> here, oh, I got it's got a demo disc with my official Dreamcast magazine. Oh, here's a here's a Jurassic Five music video. Like I don't know, I feel like they were everywhere and no one liked them or cared. Yeah. Blade also a Marvel character. Yes. Oh, he he was he started the Marvel movies, right? He was like the first one they did. Uh, the modern Marvel. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention real quick on uh, on the movie, uh, the dope. Uh, I, I from the weather research I've done, and my, ex- I'm mean, not personal experience, but uh, it, the deep web, like dark web stuff, was more or less accurate. I was very surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they couldn't use their school computers, and of course, like you know, like the it's kind of cheesy, like making the workaholics guy, like, oh, I hacked into your systems or whatever. But you know, but the actual process of like getting on the Silk Road or whatever, you know, they used to the movie was like more or less, yeah, more or less on on the money. It's uh, it's not that hard. Also, uh, I forgot to mention, Dope uh, was accepting. Uh, you could buy tickets with Bitcoin. Very good, very good. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Do you guys have any Bitcoins? No. No. Okay. I thought like any... uh, I thought like that list kind of fell through because I remember like a few websites like hoarded a bunch of bitcoins. They acted as a bank and then they like went offline. Oh, the market definitely. I mean, the bubble burst, but they're, oh, yeah. they're still they're still there'll always be a black you know an online black market. It fluctuates like insanely. And there's and there's many other uh, cryptocurrencies too. So it's like yeah, if Bitcoin goes by, I mean, there's still like Dogecoin. And a bunch yeah, I know of about things. Dogecoin. You dig for Dogecoins? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's got, got Doge. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, I, I know, I know what you mean. I mean, it kind of was, a, yeah, it kind of. But anyway, the portrayal, the portrayal in the movie was okay. It didn't annoy me. 
<laughs> so that's good. <laughs> um, anyway, Deadpool, though. So you guys both loved it. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, I respected it. some Moxie. I mean, I didn't use the word love. I feel like it could have been better, but I was satisfied with it. I went in yeah. with low expectations, and I'm like, all right. I went in with high expectations. Not, not I'm like, bad. all right, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, that was definitely a huge surprise. Cause it, I mean, I had no... Uh, before it came out, I had no... I assumed it would be god-awful. You know, interviews were okay. And, um, yeah. yeah. So, right. Is that everything that? you've been watching recently, Dylan? Nope, but that's fine. We can move on. Hey, Matt, what have you been watching recently? Um, Let's see. I watched... I watched Hail Caesar. How's that? I wanted to see that, and then it left my local theater after like two weeks. Ah. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I went to see it fairly quickly, I guess. And there was like only two showings by the time I went. So, okay, was... I'm going to I'm going to ask you something and, and you're going to say you're going to say if it's true or not. Okay. My impre- it seems like it's it is a lesser Cohen movie, but still pretty good. False. Oh, yeah. It's a surprise, right? Yeah, that's actually I got the same impression from uh, seeing the trailers. Oh, the trailers are complete. Like, yeah, they're they're treading. They seem like they were treading a brother Arthur territory pretty heavily. <laughs> but it's it's not. Uh, they yeah. good or bad? Then it's really good. It's a it's a it's like if you took a lesser and greater Coen Brother movie and like just like rubbed them together real hard. <laughs> it really is like it's kind that's, of that's crazy. It's kind of like, um, did you ever see a serious man? That is on the top of my Coen Brothers shameless. That's supposed to be, that's like the secret best Coen Brothers movie, right? For having not seen it? Yeah. Oh, you gotta watch it, man. I know. No, I mean, that's like the secret best Coen Brothers movie that no one's ever seen, right? That's been my favorite for a long time. And it's, it's kind of like a Jewish movie, you know, that it's like. Right. And then it's made in Hollywood. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. By a dude's name, Cohen. Right. No, it's kind of like the 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 tale of the 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 modern Jewish man. Um, Hail Why Caesar, so serious, Jews. Why so serious? Okay. Hail Caesar is kind of that for Christianity. Oh, did not expect that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Well, watch it and see. I, I just it seemed like I just wanted a fun little caper. Yeah, a little caper. Well, it's heavy on the caper, and the, it's plenty of goofy stuff in there. Tilda Swinton scene, was she great? She's always great. Why did I even ask that? Yeah, why did you? What else have I seen? Oh, I watched Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of his psych? Uh, what, TJ Miller? Is that all yep. right? Yeah. TJ Miller played Weasel. Yeah. I was disappointed he wasn't a tech guy, but whatever. <laughs> what the? Okay, what the hell is up with. I, I It kind of lost me when he, he has like a blind old. Yeah, blind Lady out. Roommate, like what the fuck was that? I mean, that's was from the comics. Of, oh, it felt like it maybe was. It's, I don't know if that totally worked for me. That was kind of weird. Uh, it works. It makes sense for me. Like he just there has a roommate. As long as it works. I mean, in the comic, he she's like he kidnapped her, and he was supposed to kill her originally. Then he kidnapped her instead, and he just keeps her at his place. Didn't Brian Posehn I... write the Deadpool's comics? Uh, Brian he, Posehn... he wrote a recent run on it. Yeah, okay. he wrote a run with someone recently. Like, I don't know if it was uh, recently. I think it was like Jerry Duggan, ago. right? Yeah, Jerry Duggan and uh, Brian Posehn. Oh. They wrote Deadpool for a while. I think I think it was just Jerry Duggan for a while. It's actually yeah. really... Their arc was are really, really good. Like, some of the best. Kind of felt like his face wasn't messed up enough. Uh, in this movie or in that the run of those In comics? the movie. 
Yeah. He still was kind of hot a little bit. I mean, well, is it his whole body or just his face? No, it's his whole yeah. body. So his dangling has got, you know, yep. like us all weird looking? Okay. I, I get the comic like... that he's like covered in sores too and everything. Maybe that would feel better, so. actually. I don't know. Because anyway. <laughs> it's like ribbed. Yeah. There you go. Anyways. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he his face was not fucked up enough. But then I kind of thought about it. And I'm like, well, would I prefer this or them to go overboard and then have him not look like a person anymore? You know, look like like a Muppet, you know, like uh, like anytime anyone has old person makeup on in movies. Oh, for sure. Or if you watch Back to the Future in high def, it's the same. <laughs> If you watch it in high def, can you tell that uh, Crispin Glover is all of them? In the it looks so bad. Yeah, there you go. It looks so bad. That was a wake up call. Wait, uh, so like the Deadpool, yeah, the the female, the Monica Baccarin. Um, yeah, that's another thing too. It's like okay, she she is the most problematic thing I've ever seen. Or is are they like making fun of that? It's are, are they kind of just having it both ways? You know, it's like she's like fucking stripper who only exists to you know have sex with Deadpool and be funny. And, and she loves comic books and that always comes across as so false, you know, when she's like talking about that shit. So, she's know. out of her mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the comics, okay. she is well, kind of insane and she's actually a shape-shifting mutant in the comics too. Well, so she actually has uh, uh, her own like uh, thing that she does and she doesn't just in, exist in to the you know, have sex with Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. But like in the movie, yeah. No, but what about her arc in the movie though? Cause remember she gets mad at him for not being around. There you go. Okay. Because he because he's sad that he looks ugly. Is that what that comes down to? I forgot that what his motivation was. He looks well, ugly. He, so like, he, he thought he could get healed, and he wanted to do that first. That's right. Uh, I loved that the villain was as generic as humanly possible. <laughs> that that's great. Like you don't need a a big silly villain. You know, with Deadpool. Well, Fran- need... like Francis, like he's actually a pretty badass villain in the comics. Like their fight in the comic books is one of my favorite things, comic book moments ever. Because in the movie, he's a bald white guy. He's like a space yeah. marine, you know, of video games, but in movies, he's just like he's like a generic bad guy. Well, great. like in the comic, there they could they have a lot more time to work with and such. But pretty much, like he tortures Deadpool, like, and he can't kill Deadpool because they still need him. They're still doing experiments on him. So, like, Deadpool kind of like Deadpool's like trying to goad him into killing him, but he knows he can't so instead what he does like they start all making fun of francis and stuff and all kind of disrespecting him he had a lot of authority so it pissed him off so what he ends up doing is like torturing deadpool's friends that he makes in there and he kills worm which i think that one guy who deadpool saw down the fire was supposed to represent he kills worm in front of him that's when like deadpool swears that he's going to kill him like kill francis and in the movie he's a bald british guy who is like mean you know his scowls he's pretty evil dude <laughs> Well, yeah. one thing we can all agree on, uh, uh, this was the best Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, I think this should be the last Stan Lee cameo. This is a great note to go out on. Are you predicting that he will be dead before the next one? I just, I'm no, I just like, it's, what, at what point do you stop putting him in? You know, at what point do you stop putting him in the movies? When he decides not to? I mean, this needs to go on his, uh, when he gets on the Oscar, uh, you know, death reel, this needs to be the thing that they play. <laughs> Were you guys hoping that, uh, and I, I didn't see this, but I was told this, uh, well, actually, I guessed it, that they used a picture of Snape for, <laughs> for uh, Alan Rickman for his thing, his death reel? They used a picture of him playing Snape? Uh, I wonder how he would feel about that. I don't know. I, I just thought it would have been great if they would have used him in the Galaxy Quest, because like no one saw that. Movie, <laughs> so just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> he starts talking about Grabthar's hammer. Like, in the heavy makeup. Yeah, right, in, in with the head ranges like and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, but no, I'm sorry. I meant, I meant that having a generic villain, by the way, it was like a strength to the Deadpool film. It was usually it would not be a strength. I, I'm not sure if that came across. It did. Okay. All right. Uh, does anybody else watch anything? Wait, I've got a question. Okay. Uh, so Deadpool is a Fox film, correct? Yes. It's licensed by Marvel, but Marvel didn't make it. Like yeah. It's not in the Marvel universe. Yeah, Fox has license. It's not it's so messy. Yeah, Fox has license to the X-Men. Deadpool falls under that license. Deadpool is an X-Men? But then they have X-Men and the Avengers. The second one, right? I think it's very confusing. No, they have, like, uh, te- well, like, it's a little bit uh, kind of weird because Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, I think, originally showed up in the Avengers. The first oh, wait, one. no, they, but they have two versions. So the Quicksilver is in the X-Men and that was Quicksilver. Yeah, in Quicksilver is in That's both. That's so weird. Because Quicksilver has been in, like, the Avengers books and the... X-Men universe, but they killed him off in the Avengers film, so I think that's part of like the, their kind of their deal, I guess. That's so strange because I remember from the X-Men Evolution cartoon, uh, that, yeah, because uh, I'm a little younger than you guys, uh, that uh, yeah, that she was a mutant, the Maximilian or Wanda Maximoff or whatever, right? And like Magneto's yeah. daughter or children, both of them are. Yes, it's just I don't understand how they can do that in both movies. That's just that's so weird. Like the licensing for that. Well, the best version of them, I think we can all agree, is in the Ultimates universe because they have sex. Oh my god, and they're related too. Yep. Yep. Oh, Jeff Lowe. It's it's a uh, the real twofer. Well, I guess the Ew. guy wrote a Kickass. That Brian, uh, not Brian, but uh, Mark Millar. Mark Miller. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he wrote it. He kind of put like that, that incestuous thing. Like he kind of hinted at it. And then Jeff Loeb had <laughs> Ultimates three, and just yeah, like and Ultimates one and two, and then Jeff Loeb in three right away. Yeah, he just spells it right out, and and then has someone saying, "Wait, they shouldn't have sex. I'm Captain America. I disagree." And they're like, "Come on, Cap. It's modern times. That's yeah, the two thousands." And it's like, oh, it's... no, no, it's still fucked up. So, like, in the early 90s, Marvel made deals with all these movie studios yeah. before anyone cared, and then, like, they're, they're holding on to it with their cold dead hands. Well, is Spider-Man still a Sony thing? Yep. I think, yeah. Wow. Because I heard something about him being in the Avengers or something, like, in the He's movie, the next in, one. Uh, Civil War. Oh, so that's more of, like, a crossover thing. Yeah. Than, like, a, okay. And, uh, and, and that's why they made Fantastic Four, right? Because, like, their license was going to expire. I mean, that's why they keep yep. making those movies, right? <clears throat> yeah, I feel like they should have just uh, let Fantastic Four die, like, Marvel isn't even making a Fantastic Four comic book anymore. Well, but I, th- I, I is that not is that because like they hate what the movie franchise is though? You I know? think like, that's a little bit to do with is like they're like we're not going to push this product when we can't because like, they they've done the Fantastic Four thing more than once. Cause, yeah, because there was the Roger Corman movie and this one. Like they're both they're both <laughs> purely made just to keep the license, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the, the Fantastic Four 2 that was released, like, Age of the Silver Surfer or whatever it is. Also, the Fantastic Four seem really dumb. I mean, I haven't read the comics, but yeah, they're they not seem, bad. like, really boring. So, comic talk, guys. Yep. I'm going to read that Sandman one of these days. One of these days. Read it, chump. And right. while you're at it, Dylan, pick that movie. What? Wait! Wait! Oh. I didn't get to talk about what I've been watching recently. I thought you did. No, Technically, you, you it were was about Deadpool, to ask, which is something that like, I watched. No, let me say something instead. Oh, well, that's good enough, isn't yeah. it? No, it's not. All right, so, hey, what, Kevin, did you what watch? have you been watching? Logan, did you watch the Dragon Ball, the newest Dragon Ball? No, I watched <laughs> the whole, the first season of 12 Monkeys, a sci-fi original series. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to check that out. How is it? It's pretty good. The first episode I was kind of eh on, but like really started to grow on me. I really started to enjoy it. It's put... Like, the first episode, meaning the movie? Uh, the first episode, the pilot of the series. I mean, I like the movie. I like the movie a lot. 
I really enjoy the oh, show yeah. as well now. Is it an, an ironic like like um, that movie with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes? No. With the future? No. No. I get Listen, those confused. Man. I get Twelve Monkeys and that one confused. I don't know what that's called. Speaking of Twelve Monkeys, though, did I talk about? Um, did I watch the like third in that Terry Gilliam like the dystopian trilogy? I guess they refer to it as the which Cornetto is, trilogy. Which is uh, Brazil, Twelve Monkeys, and Zero Theorem is the newer one. The Zero Theorem with Christoph Waltz. I have not heard of this. Yeah, I never drew that connection with Brazil and Twelve Monkeys necessarily, but I don't know. I I guess it's there. Anyways, Zero Theorem. I watched that a long time ago, and I probably forgot to talk about. <laughs> hey Matt, what else have you been watching? Didn't make that much of an impression on me. Do you watch any TV? Probably. Is that show that looks like it rips off The Last Man on Earth any good? Uh, which show? It's like it looks like it's a rip off The Last Man on Earth. Uh, Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec is in it. I should know. You, me, and the apocalypse is what you're That's, thinking. That's there of. you go. Thank oh, you. Oh, you, me, and the apocalypse. Yeah, it's all right. It's not really great. I thought it was about a Japanese girl. Wait, Logan, you watch stuff? You, me. Yeah, I watch it. W- what else have you been watching? Besides Twelve Monkeys and that show. I was been wa- I watched a movie recently called Motivational Growth, which is about a guy who's pretty much a shut-in just watching TV, then his TV dies, so he tries to commit suicide, and then he gets told by his, this mold growth on his wall... His, his that, gun breaks. Uh, no, he tries to poison himself, and the air vent's sucking, sucking the poison gas out, so he's like, I gotta clog this vent. So he climbs up on the toilet bowl to try to clog the vent. Does his toilet break? Uh... He slips and he falls. He gets knocked out, and then this mold growth starts talking to him, and the mold growth helps him start getting his life together. Sounds pretty good. Uh, it's it's kind of a horror film, horror comedy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's I really really enjoy it, Matt. I think it would be up your alley. Does it make you want to get your life together? Uh, a little bit. Cool. But Jeffrey Combs uh plays the mold growth, like he's the voice for it. It's a puppet, practical effects. The actor? Yeah. Jeffrey oh, okay. Combs from Reanimator. And... Oh wait a minute, that's not the um, the child pervert. <laughs> no, it's not. For- forgot who I was thinking of. Never mind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Combs was in Reanimator. Played Doctor. You're thinking Ruffalo about West. somebody from Spotlight. And... Mark there, you, there you go. And he also. Thinking of Mark Ruffalo. He was also in a what was that Peter Jackson film with Michael J. Fox? The Frighteners. That's it. Doc Hollywood. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was in the Frighteners. Oh, Frighteners well. was all right. Oh no, I remember who he is. Yeah, now, I really sure. enjoyed I just, the Frighteners. I, I just thought he was the the principal from Ferris Bueller because I think his name is similar. Don't worry about it. So Dylan, in Spotlight, Mark Ruffalo plays a child pervert journalist that gets exposed by the Catholic Church. Well, he's trying. Yeah, he's trying to fight his own urges, um, which is very hard because he's investigating, um, you know, pedophilia in the Catholic Church. Did he find anything? Not that much. Um, it's weird they made a movie out of it. Actually, I don't really get what the big deal was. Okay. No spoilers. Hey, Jamie, what have you been watching? Uh, uh, Korean dramas. I was going to say that, uh, but you did it for me. Thanks. Kevin, what about you? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you're the worst. Reruns. All right. JL? Uh, uh, Korean dramas. <laughs> All right, Jacob Astory. Where are you here? I thought you're fictional. No. Also, I'm not sure who I am. (laughs) 
Oh, wait, Jacob Astor is a famous dead person on the Titanic. Never mind. Glub, glub, Thank bye. Thank you, Astor Jacoby. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Thank you. <laughs> wait, that's why he's named that. Oh, my God. Levels. That's fun. That was a fun time. Seven bucks. Seven bucks coffee. I thought that was good. I mean, it's, that's not good, but I thought it was good. It seems like something from, like, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, I think, hey, Dylan. Very much. That that is, yeah. It's me? Yeah, it's you. Yeah, Dylan, pick you, you can pick your movie, but you can't pick your nose. No, that's true. Okay, well, if you guys are serious. Yeah. Uh, it's time, then, for... What's this movie? What's this podcast called? Logan, pick that movie. I'm just what? kidding. Dylan, pick a movie. Dylan, or hey, Dylan, shut up. pick that movie or whatever. It's supposed to. It's time for the first special edition. There's never been a special edition of this podcast before. It's time, you guys. It's time to watch just Abduction. Fucking say the movie. You could probably I stop recording did. now. It's called okay. Abduction. Okay. And we're watching it. Abduction. Abduction. Okay. Here's the thing, yeah. though. I'm not going to watch it until everyone's here. Uh, everyone's where? Everyone's here. And here's another too? thing. Here's another thing. We're gonna watch it in person together. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna be able to, a thing. I can Logan, do. check your GoFundMe account. Check it. I don't have one. All right. Okay. Oh my so god, where did gonna... I put my money into? Yeah, we might have to skip you then if that's real stipulations. All right, abduction. We're watching abduction. Are those real okay. stipulations you're saying? Or are you gonna like show up next week and record? Well, yeah. If it, well, if everyone does. No, no. It's just gonna be me and Matt. Oh well, screw that then. Skip me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan, for keeping the streak alive of arguing over what happened. No problem. Movies we're going to pick. And being a huge pain in the ass. You got me. Yeah, you got me, boo. Kind of sucked. I wasn't prepared. I was like, so, oh, Dylan's picking a movie, so I don't have to figure this out later. But now the I, I, I Dylan, yeah. I Dylan, you good. The other thing I like about the Oscars is when somebody's like, thank you. I want to thank all of these people. And. If you want to stop the sort of genocide that this documentary is about to... Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Who did the sketch where it's like... Uh... Oh, wait, does that an SNL? That wasn't SNL. Never mind. Never mind. But the, like... It's like where the, where the joke where they, they, they win an award and the Grammys or whatever, and then they say, oh, and thanks to my kids, they should be asleep right now. And then it's like, she actually shows them. Hey, Matt. No? Matt, ask me that question. What? Ask me, the, ask me the question. Oh, uh, Logan, can I borrow some money? No. Okay. It's not the right Thanks question. for listening. It's not the right question, Matt. What? You have to ask me the question so I can pick the movie. Oh, the movie question. Kevin, what? Pick that movie or whatever. Uh, the House on Haunted Hill. All right. Pick a movie, Logan, please. Tokyo Tribe. God damn it. Why didn't I pick something? I don't know. But it's the first rap musical oh my I'm God. Gonna be watching. Okay. Yeah. Tokyo Tribe. All right. I don't know if I'll be here next week, you guys. I'm not feeling so good. All I right. kind of assumed you wouldn't be anyway. Yeah. The palms are sweating. You can watch Tokyo Tribe if you want. Oh, it's pretty good. It looks right. weird. Watch I have no it. idea what that movie is. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. It's a rap musical. Okay. Well, yeah, I know that. But in Tokyo. Yes. <laughs> next, next flicks thinks I'll rate it very highly. That's good. That's good, Matt. Well, yeah. see you later, everybody. Good night. Oh,
Hey, blabbadoops. Thanks for bloobin' on the blobs. That was interesting what editor TJ said. I was most surprised to find out that editor TJ is white. He does not look white, you guys. Um, thanks for podcasting, and we'll see you again next time. take this dope movie off my list since I'm not going to watch it again. Because you hated it? Uh, you'll have to stay tuned to find out. Alright. Stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. Find out why Logan is removing something from a list of a thing that he has an online account for. Yeah. I mean, I have to keep this thing trimmed because I have to have it Make room for the other 30-so movies I have on here. Are there any other uh, online lists that you're editing lately in, in other related news? No. No. Could you think of one to help fill time? Uh, Craigslist. You're taking that off what list? Taking it off all the lists. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was entertaining.